0: The Verging on Greatness, a podcast about films that verge on greatness, but mostly just wallow in mediocrity, with your hosts, Mike Borkville and Craig Cerventi.
1: Good Welcome to Verging on Greatness. This is a podcast where me, Mike, and my friend Craig Hello. talk about... Movies that are just not quite there. They got, yeah. e- they got everything they need. They rocked to be up to there, the party, to they just didn't and they knock just didn't on the door, do and we figure out why. We figure out what you would change. What would, what, would, what are the simple things that you could do to make this a better movie? Maybe you're making a movie. What are the simple things you can do to hit those marks and make sure your movie is awesome? And today we are talking about a <laughs> on special request oh, from no, Craig. No. Uh, no. We are talking about. War of the Worlds, Steven Spielberg version, (laughs) 2005, Craig is... Oh, this fucking movie. (laughs) (laughs) Craig could not wait to get into this. So,
0: all my cards on the table to start with. I am a lifelong Spielberg fan. I think he was the first movie director outside of George Lucas that I could put a name on and go, oh, that's a Steven Spielberg movie. It'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, cards on the table, and... I'm not in the hate Tom um, Cruise brigade for being a Scientologist. I hate Scientologists, but yeah. um, I'm not on the hate him because of his religious views um, brigade. I, I think he's, he's very, very good at what he does. He's, yeah. he's a very good actor, and, and I think for a guy in his 50s to be doing stunts like he's doing, he's a madman, and you've got to appreciate him for that. Um, But this fucking movie, (laughs) oh my God. So um, uh, shout out to my brother who um, worked out very early on um, uh, that he could get me a little bit liquored and then put this movie on and I would get very animated about it very quickly. And it was hilarious to watch, apparently, me yelling at the television (laughs) and throwing empties at it. So, um, yeah, so this movie, fuck, where to start?
1: So, all right, so context, so this is 2005. So Mm. this is after... Minority, Minority Report, Report you yeah. said. So. Which
0: is not a bad movie. Okay.
1: yeah. So that's, that's also Spielberg. That's also Spielberg. That's also, also Tom Cruise. Also Cruise. I okay. think it's the same
0: production team as well. I think it was a Paul Wagner film. I okay. think it's a Skydance thing, which is Tom Cruise's crowd. Yeah. And um, I think Spielberg had signed a deal so that they were going to make three pictures together. And they, I okay. think they did this and one other one
1: and so this and this is also to a degree science fiction as well although one one thing i want to i want to get into this maybe we can we can do this later um tell me if this piques your interest (laughs) oh yeah i i i I, I have a theory that this is not a science fiction film and if you if you don't look at it as a science fiction film it suddenly feels quite different
0: i think i think it's intend it's it's intended to be a science fiction film i think I, I kind of get the feeling like this movie was gestating for a while, and then Independence Day happened, and mm. that's very War of the Worlds, but you know, with the Fresh Prince of Bel Air,
1: and see, that's obvious. Yeah, you can't you can't watch this movie without without drawing the comparison yeah. to Independence Day, um, but it's not it's not a sci fi film. It's oh, not, go on it's then. Not an Tell me more. Film. It is a Survival film. It's a disaster film. Sure. There it's is, a zombie film without the zombies. It's, zombie, it's a zombie film without the zombies. There is no... Um, the the main character, his goal is survival. He is not trying to achieve anything in the story other than living. Um, so for me... Oh,
0: and finding new ways to make Dakota Cam- the Fanning scream <laughs> for the entire film. Like, and, I'm seriously, her script was probably just one page of Robbie and then... Dakota, can you find as many different ways as possible to scream Robbie? <laughs> Could you do that for us, Dakota? You're a fantastic, fantastic actri- actress, Dakota. Yeah. Can you get in there with some more Robbie.
1: Yeah. So, what do you think? I think it has it has a lot more in common with um, the you know the, the, the disaster movies like um, you know Towering Inferno, and Poseidon Adventure, and um, most most recently Titanic. I think it has more in common with Titanic than it has with independence day because the characters the character's goal is is just to survive just the next hour that's all he's trying to do and i i feel like reading it reading it that way and it took me a while to figure it out it took me a while to get into this mode when i first started watching it. i found it quite frustrating but uh i I think about 45 minutes in i started thinking of it more as a as a survival flick and it, it makes more sense when you when you read it that way and and it works better because um, yeah for, for the for, the, for the, the the beginning of it all I, I, I wanted to know what someone was doing about these aliens and I was frustrated that I was stuck watching this dock worker when I could <laughs> Stevedore the Stevedore thank you when I was watching thank the, you season two of The Wire I was watching the <laughs> Stevedore when I could have been I could have been jumping across to to the, someone the marines to, and the army floating to, around yeah to someone fucking doing something doing anything it. why am i arguing with discuss, their son who clearly he, has a death wish yeah. after, after it went on after it went on i i i got out of that mode i got out of the fighting the aliens mode and i got into the it's, it's not even about the aliens the aliens are just just a force that is threatening threatening the main character ray tom cruise they're a force that is threatening him and he's not fighting them he's not supposed to he is just trying to survive then why cast tom cruise exactly yeah exactly this is this is the the,
0: like tom cruise isn't a family man no
1: this is the problem this is the this is a problem with this movie is um you need your you need your tom hanks or your your everyman because he is an everyman and they've cast an action star so you come in thinking, when is this guy going to kick some fucking ass? Yeah, and so he, he does. He, 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 kicks, he, he, kicks, he does. kicks old Tim yeah. Robbins' ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure that counts. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he comes
0: out and he's got like he's got like a little cut on his eye. He's like,
1: oh, it hurts. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I hate you. What is wrong with this movie? Yeah, so, so, uh, but I think if you, if you take that out and you say, okay, it's not an action movie, it's not a sci-fi movie, it's a survival movie. It's a disaster movie, and it's 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 just about it's just about pay that. one one guy trying to survive.
0: I'll pay that. That sounds that sounds reasonable, but yeah. there's so much more wrong with this film. Like, all right, I uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm I'm a little into technology, and things that just grind my gears is they go out of their way to kind of give you an explanation as to how the machines got there. So in the source material, the the cylinder from Mars comes down, and they go out of their way not to say Martian or alien as well Mm. in this film. Like, obviously, we know there's no life on Mars capable of coming here, but when H.G. Wells wrote the original, that was maybe, you know, that was possible that Martians could come over. But um, they go out of their way to explain that the machines are in the ground already, and the pilots come down... In the lightning strike yeah like okay so what these machines are buried all over the world and they're just under our feet yeah uh, and they come up from the ground through a hole that's not very deep I might point out because of that great sequence where the earth turns yeah uh, literally while the earth turns um, and the the church falls over and everything and then and then the the Martian comes out and starts heat raying people and they turn into they're just their clothes and ash yeah Um, just so hold on when did they come last time? And why did they leave their gear here no. then? And why didn't they just turn everything around then rather than yeah. wait for people to turn? What the hell? Why? Why yeah. bother? Okay, and furthermore, thousands of years in the ground. Mike, do you know how to drive a steam, uh, steam locomotive? That's less than 120 years old. You mean to tell me that these people still know how to drive things that are 1,000 years old? <laughs> like... Who's making their yeah. ships? They're fantastic condition for yeah. being in the ground for thousands of years. Oh my god!
1: Just yeah. why bother? I, good, yeah, great question. That's that's <laughs> why bother. Most, that's that's the most. Oh, the most one of the most obvious <laughs> holes. One oh. of the most obvious gaps. It's not like this movie is poorly made
0: either. I mean, it's talent from beginning yeah. to end. I mean, everybody in this film, with the exception possibly of Robbie, who I just. Honestly, I didn't care whether he lived or died within about three seconds of him turning up. Um, Everyone is is talent from beginning to end. You've got an A-list cast. Everyone in there is fantastic. Uh, Tim Robbins is literally chewing scenery at one moment. Um, uh, Tom Cruise is great, except he's probably not the right person for that role. Yeah,
1: he's... He's, He's doing fine. a great job. He does a great job. Yet, um, nothing
0: wrong with it. Dakota role Fanning roles. is just she's just screams the entire time. Yeah, um, which I found odd because Spielberg's made a career on basic on getting amazing um, performances out of young mm. actors, um, and here she is just basically screaming the entire time as a panic-stricken child. Why get Dakota okay. Fanning, who's
1: okay? Circle, <laughs> circle, circle back <laughs> before we get too far off track. So you're right. Hole. Why? Why did? Why did the spaceships not just come down as pods and then expand? Expand. Why have them just? Well, well, if you're going to update the story, cut, cut that out. There's,
0: yeah. There's no why bother that. doing right. that? Like, it yeah. just makes no sense. You That's, just get people angry. Well, clearly, I'm
1: in the minority here, um, who who felt like got hung up yeah. on that immediately. Yeah. Like, like, I'm 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 happy to. I would ha- I would happily trade the unlikelihood of anybody finding one of these machines over this course of, of the of years. We find dinosaurs that were buried yeah. millions of years ago. You mean to tell me we haven't found one of these things? And the only issue, the the only other, the only thing you have to trade that for is that the aliens have figured out a way to make these spaceships expand from, yeah. a, little, from a little pod and, and there you go and there you've got it. So I I don't know why they did that. You're right. Now you you touched on the kids. <laughs> I Like I what was his ex-wife doing really with him
0: in the first place? Like he's clearly an asshole. Um, and I like that Tom Cruise <coughs> is trying to play an asshole. Yeah. But I don't see anything about, um, is it Miranda? Miranda Otto. Miranda Otto. Yeah. So she would have just been off. That was, wouldn't have been too long after Lord of the Rings. Yes. Because that was like 2000, 2001. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she was, so I'm not sure if she's done much else. But I think, and I think looking at the trivia for this, she was genuinely pregnant um, oh, yeah. in, when they shot this. And Spielberg <clears> worked <throat> that in.
1: Um, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a weird thing with the, the age difference between the kids, because I think Robbie, I'm guessing, is 15? 15, 15, 16? 16, yeah. And, um, Although the actor playing him, probably like 23 at the time. Yeah, Rachel, 10. And they actually specify her age, 10. Right. So five years between those two. Oh yeah, because he says you're 10-year-old yeah. sister. yeah, Five years between those two. So they were together a long time. Even, even if they had Robbie, like... Even if they got pregnant on like, the second date, okay, they're together, yeah. they're together for about a year, and then f- they're together for five more years until they have Rachel, and then so they're broken up at some point after that. So they, they stuck it out a long time, where everything, everything that they try and create for Ray's character is that he's, he's a deadbeat. He's just yeah. this. Yeah, he's living in a brownstone in New York. Go yeah. figure. <laughs> yes. Um. There's those stevedores, man. Their union is doing great things for them. I did. I, I do say it, and Craig. Um. So I've I have children, and Craig doesn't. And, um, <laughs> yeah. There is there is certainly it's n- noticeable how bad he is. He's is spectacularly bad. At parenting with, with the with, with the, the children. Yeah. He like the just the most basic most basic stuff, um, and so he must have spent like. The first five years that Robbie was alive, he must have been a functioning, semi functioning, semi functioning, yeah. Adult, but he just seems to. So, my son's five, he's about to turn six, um, yeah. And, and uh, uh, in this time, I, I would have thought he would have packed up that he was a shit parent, something, but um, no, no, let's double down and have another one,
0: yeah, yeah, um, because, um, is it Rachel? rachel yeah yeah rachel both rachel and robbie call him ray yeah yeah does rachel call him ray i can't recall yeah yeah she does she does um so clearly he's been separated out from their relationship long enough that they don't refer to him as dad or there's enough animosity that they call him that they call him ray and not dad
1: yeah so I agree. And and certainly between between he and between Ray and Robbie from the scene of the start where they're chucking, chucking baseballs at each other and, and kind of trading insults. And um, Robbie
0: Robbie turns up in a in a in a Boston cap and there, yeah, Ray's yeah, wearing yeah, a New yeah. York Yankees yeah. cap. There's a, it's uh, Okay. Because I think the new dad is um, or the stepfather of Miranda Otto's New partner, he's Tim. Tim, he's there. From they clearly live in Boston yeah. or or in Massachusetts, and yeah. he's definitely a, a New York boy. Which
1: is, I mean, that's that's fine. That's just a, setting up their that rivalry. That's a good. That's a good symbolism. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. It's a little. It's a. It's yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little on the nose. Like he literally um, comes
0: out, and there's a moment of him putting his hat on, and Ray's like, "So that's how it is." Yeah.
1: Like, yep. That's how it is. It's it's hard not to draw. So I read a lot. I read a lot online about how annoying the children are. Oh. Um, and it's, it's, I'm, I'm, it's hard not to draw the that draw the connection between these two and the kids in Jurassic Park.
0: Yeah, except I kind of like those kids. Yeah, the, well, the, see, the, this is where Spielberg. This is this like I'm again big Spielberg fan. Have been my entire life. Spielberg knows how to deal with children in films. He's one of the few directors working today that I don't immediately, my my blood doesn't immediately run cold when a property that I'm looking Mm. forward to has children actors in it because kids don't work with them or animals and he's the exception to that rule. There's that great frickin' shot from um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind where he gets that little kid to look surprised when he opens the door and there's alleged, you know, meant to be an alien on the other side and it runs outside of him. That's a fantastic. That's that's such a beautiful reaction, and he elicited that through coercion, a monkey suit, and toys. Yeah. Um, so he did all of these things to get that frightened look and then the fear. Yeah. And he, you know, at Spielberg, he's great with kids. Um, but in this, the kids are just screaming the entire time. And
1: Robbie, I just want to push mm. him under one of the trucks. It's just, my God, is there? Okay, so. And this is so. I was was connecting this to what I was talking about earlier about how this isn't an action flick. This is a this is a disaster flick. Sure, but then wait, 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 wait. wait. So (laughs) nobody nobody does anything fun in this movie.
0: Yeah, because it's
1: a disaster flick. Yeah, and not an action flick. There's great scenes in this movie. Yeah, Um, so um, the, the the kids in Jurassic Park. They're fun they're charming because they get to they get to play around with each other they get to interact like kids but because because the the fun like fun is like banned from this movie um yeah it's pretty dire because it's a different kind of it's a different kind of it's a different kind of movie, and so it's it's harder to it's, you don't warm to the kids in the same way as you warm to them and i also um I think the difference between these two and the kids in Jurassic Park is that these two um Rachel and Robbie never do anything useful. Where um, Lex and Jurassic Park—it's Unix. Saves, it's a Unix saves the I day Unix. because she can she can figure out how to work the computer. So she actually she she actually does something with where Robbie and Rachel. Robbie Robbie disappears about halfway through the movie. Um, he
0: runs off to join the army.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> to literally uh, join the army. But so. Um, so it's just circling back to a bigger, a bigger thing um, that I think is interesting about this. So the fact that, the fact that there's no, no fun in it, it's not just, a, it's not just that it's, a, it's not an action sci-fi flick. It's a disaster flick. It's also made, um, it's a re- it's, there's a real post 9-11 kind of reading to yeah. it. So it's 2005. So that's just literally four years later. It's literally four years later. So uh, there is a darkness to it, right? And it and it was. Uh, I feel like it was. There is something about it that it carries through that grim kind of, whether it's intentional or not, but it does carry that kind of grimness to it. And it's oh, we're we allowed to have fun about these people who are running for their lives.
0: I'd pay that because um, there's that scene where um, Tom makes it back to the house after the first encounter, and he's literally covered in the ash of what would be people being vaporized yeah and that had a very um you know that photo one of those one of the common photos you saw of survivors on nine eleven was yeah. the the covered in the ash, yeah and yeah. like clearly that's meant to be yeah.
1: a like a one-to-one um so yeah very very deliberate so i think there's yeah there's there's stuff going on stuff going on there and the impact of it the impact it has is, is to feel like man these these kids just drive me crazy. They are just such a liability. The kids are meant to be a liability. That's that's the point. If it was just one guy, it wouldn't be interesting. But it's an extra challenge because it's like a it's a protection mission. Um, so that like they're not supposed to do anything useful. But it's the issue that they they never have any fun, and Ray never has any fun with them. There's, it's, it's, just oh, it's, a the, the, it's just the whole movie is
0: just fun-free zone. Making um, peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah, that's.
1: Great like example. He attempts fun. He attempts fun, but the kids aren't having a bar of it. Yeah, yeah. He attempts fun, and it, it goes down. But he's, like, so, bad down like, like, he's so bad at parenting. do you so bad? at
0: How is he this bad at parenting? Yeah. Like, how did she hang around long enough to have a second child with him? Surely after the first one, she should have figured out. Oh no, this guy really is shit at this. Yeah, yeah it
1: wasn't a once-off. You know. And I had an interesting. I was thinking about um, thinking about this in terms of the intro as well, and how like the entire the entire first. Uh, 15, 20, in fact, the entire first half hour, um, well, I guess the this, this setup section, right, where you're just watching Ray go about his life, it's extraordinary how it's really bland, like, he doesn't kind of dish out a lot of zingers like you'd expect, you'd expect them to establish this character as someone you want to watch, you want to... Watch. Yeah, you want to root for him. Yeah, yeah. but he's, he's he's not kind of, he's not... Playfully interacting with people, he doesn't save. The no, he not He doesn't a, save the cat or do anything kind of charming. He's he is he is an, an absolute everyman to the point where they don't even make you root for him. Mm. He's awful to everybody around him. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's awful. Uh, his boss asks him to come back and do some more shifts, and he's not having a bar of it. Yeah, um, I think. And he's he's a wanker about it. He uses you know union regs. Yeah. you know, can't
1: do that. He's 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 pitched him so hard as an everyman. Because it's a because it's a disaster flick, he's pitched him so hard as an everyman. He doesn't want him to be special in any way,
0: except he's it, Tom Cruise and he's fabulously he, yeah. good looking.
1: It means, but it means it means he doesn't have any charm. Um, he's clearly charming though, because he runs
0: into a woman he knows at the pier, and it's clear they've got some past. <sighs> yeah, <that's, laughs> I don't know what she's
1: there for. <laughs> if she wasn't there at all. You were. There was
0: that moment where the, um, Miranda Otto's being led through the house or going up and like seeing the house, and he very meaningfully closes the bedroom door Mm. Uh, like a i'm not going to show you what happens in here or yeah Yeah. like i'm hiding another woman in here or something like seriously i i like that stuff because that's like one of the few moments where the film felt more spielberg because he's a Mm. he's a great filmmaker he knows when to be he knows when to pander he knows when to be subtle um, and he knows when to just inject enough
1: yeah. narrative or enough exposition to push yeah, it along. That's right, but he, he doesn't. He doesn't show you the the kind of black G string hanging on. No, but it he doesn't, doesn't make it too he, obvious. But that's just Spielberg, he's that's good at that. Something you would do if yeah. your ex was coming in. You just, just pull that Just the bedroom. Just whether
0: know. or not there was that's not any, for you. Yeah, whether there'd been whether there had not been somebody in there for the last ten years. The point is like. I'm closing the door yeah. so you don't know there's not been yeah, anybody this in this there for ba- 10 years. this boundary. Yeah, this
1: is the boundary. Now, we, you, mentioned, you mentioned that opening scene at the, at the dock and, and there's a particular line that I, 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 really, I really clung to it that I thought was really interesting. Um, and and it's, it's around how he sets up Ray as an everyman because Ray essentially doesn't have a, um, a heroic flaw. He doesn't have a... He's just a, he's just a guy... He's not particularly good at anything. He's, he's, he mentions that he's good at. He mentions that he. The boss mentions that he's really good at, you know, offloading these trucks. Yeah, he's you the best there is. Offloading, offloading the, the, containers, the and containers and because he, 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 run, he runs a crane. And you think, okay, at some point he's going to do something with that, right? Yeah, yeah. It up for something, but he doesn't. And the the boss even throws him a line. He throws him the the perfect line that when you when you hear it, you know that they are. That is the director it's saying to the audience, "This is what you need to know about this character." The the boss says to him, "You know what your problem is." And you the, you know whatever's coming after that, you know. Oh, it's you never see anything through, Ray. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see this through. You <laughs> know what your problem is. Uh, you you always get distracted by other things or. Or you're too busy chasing Skip to focus on what really matters. Any time you hear someone say, you know what your problem is? That is the director saying to the audience, this is what you this need is to what know the about this is. character. Yeah. But Ray cuts him off. He throws this line. He says, you know what your problem is? And Ray, Ray cuts him off and says, I bet there's a bunch of women who would tell you. Yeah. So he actually he throws him the line, the key line where, where you know you're going to learn what this character is about. What's this flaw that is going to drive the story, that is going to drive his arc? And Ray cuts him off, so you 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 never find out. You never find out what, what Ray's problem is. Problem is that Other than being solve. a because because colossal lanker. Yeah, but, yeah. B- but because he doesn't, has got no problem to solve. Essentially, he's just got to survive. That's that's because that's the genre. Mm. It's a survival movie. I don't know. I get what
0: you're saying. I agree with you though. Like when you frame it as a survival film, it takes a whole different. It takes a whole different. Um, yeah, structure vector I, trajectory is the word i'm
1: struggling for here but... i'm not saying i'm not saying it particularly works but I, but you can see what they what they're going for where they got it's more important that this guy is an everyman what they, they want they want to take his take the character out of the story they want to help people identify with him more as as just a guy with essentially no defining features whatsoever other than that he's a bit crap as a person <laughs> <laughs> a bit your cat's your cat's trying to make friendly with my foot uh yeah he does that yeah um oh other, other thing i noticed about the intro in fact i should um shout out to my wife who pointed this out um there's no um there's no music for about the first about the first 18 i marked 18 minutes there's oh like, there's, there's there's completely all this all the sound is just um, Where's your trademark John Williams? I forget if it's diegetic Which one is diegetic and non-diegetic? I think diegetic, diegetic in happens, the scene. happens in the scene Yeah, so there's no non-diegetic sound um, and, and, Until a good way through And it doesn't get used very much throughout It relies a lot Again, less blockbustery feel Less less sci-fi action flick More, um, more disaster flick Gonna go let the cat through the door While I'm talking seamless Seamless, oh, like, like it never happened. Professional. Oh. Um, yeah, so it all it all adds, adds up to that. Ends up to that. that every man. This is not a blockbuster. It's essentially. It's in a way not a Spielberg film, in, in, in the sense that, um, you know, comparable to the likes of Jurassic Park or Jaws,
0: right. Which, um, but the entire the entire crew around this film is blockbuster like everything yeah. about this film from the producer to the i suspect the best mm. boy or the best grip yeah was, was blockbuster yeah, um, and pedigree and, it, and
1: it's a big brand it's a, like a blockbuster kind of brand you go over to see a film like called war of the worlds yeah as it's, you you know, it's expect got pedigree alien, like it's, you expect it is Asia.
0: the seminal um science fiction story mm. um and it had a an equally um, uh, an equally well revered um, movie made in the fifties. I remember watching that film yeah. in the fifties, and clearly Spielberg was on board with that film because yeah. he goes out of his way to pay homage after homage to that film, so much as even to put the actress in the film um, from the first one. I forget her name, but oh really? Uh, yeah, she she cameos in this so um, and she's cameoed she cameoed in the in the 80s TV show. was who, who she? Oh, I'll dig up her what name. You know? But yeah, she, she was in the um, she was in the original film. Uh, she was in the 80s TV show, which I remember watching, which was also likewise terrible. And she mm. was, um, she's in this, <coughs> and she's cameos in this. Uh, IMDb, don't tell me now. Is it Anne Robinson? She's the grandmother.
1: Oh, she's Yeah, she yeah, yeah. The
0: yeah. yeah, Anne Robinson. Oh, so yeah, Spielberg goes out of his way to pay those... Um, pay those homages and those respects but at the same time like maybe this is I think this is a a reoccurring theme for us where people um, probably admire the source material too much so I think Spielberg would have came through this film as a fan of the original film Mm. like I think that's his bag and he's just come back to play it again that whole bit in the basement is pretty much right out of the original film so um and some of that's pure Spielberg as well. Some of that is great. Yeah. The one scene I did really like, and um, having watched it again for this the other night, I don't really, I didn't appreciate it the first time or the first dozen times I saw this film, um, was the bit in the car when they, when they pull up to the town and they pass the, all yeah. the... Yeah. Like that whole bit with like people trying to get in the car um, and then um, them getting pulled out of the car and that, that, that whole scene. Yeah. That was
1: fantastic. That is... Harrowing that is great because that is so realistic. Yeah, I yeah. love that. That was fantastic That's actually and that's actually something that made what made, that made me think is that it's actually In a way, it's not the aliens Who are the aliens are less scary than the people? Yeah like the I, people. I was never at any point worried
0: about the the aliens winning because yeah. I know the bacteria is gonna get to them eventually um, I'll come back to that later. That's another yeah. thing that really upsets me about this film. But um, yeah, that, that bit in the car,
1: yeah, that, that's harrowing. It's yeah, it's it's, it's horrendous. And he's then, got the one working car. And then later on, um, same yeah, same deal when they're trying to get on the on the ferry on the ferry. Um, yeah, it's the the people and the crowd, and it, and even Tim Robbins's character, in a sense, is scarier, um, scarier or as scary as the aliens. Well, I
0: think very quickly I think I can't remember the book. Uh, I don't think I've ever read the book. I'm I'm, I'm familiar with the musical. <laughs> I right. saw that live. That was great. Yeah. Um, but I don't I think that's how it, it it relates in the book and all other mediums yeah. as well, isn't it? It's like the the press of humanity is the mm. is the driving force. Yeah, and not all... the aliens.
1: They're just they're just mm. an external force that forces conflict amongst the people right yeah and there's a lot a lot of kind of survival horror stuff like walking dead and yeah exactly um, yeah um dawn of the dead day of the dead night of the living dead what, no i'm thinking about stuff that actually stuff that followed this um um hunger games that sort of that sort of stuff where the the object is to survive and it's other people who are just regular other people though not not like evil people right but but just regular people who are just in a terrible situation. People just trying to survive, who are the baddies. And, and, and nothing that any of those people are doing, trying to get into that car, don't, don't object to anything they're doing. If I was in that position, I'd be trying to get into that car. You can fit 20 people in yeah. there. It's a minivan. Calm down, pal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that's, what, that's, that's where the, the emotional punch of this film is. It's in... The, and man, if I was in that situation, but I feel I, like there wasn't enough of that.
0: Like I agree something. with yeah, you. Yeah. Like, I
1: think there could have been like, more.
0: I think there, you could have done more of that. And there's bits with like the and, bodies floating down the river as well. Yeah. Like that's that horror of war stuff, and that's great. Um, and Spielberg knows how to do
1: that very well. Yeah. It's just he didn't do it here. But that's why, where, and that's where I compare it to, to Titanic as well, which also has a lot of really great scenes of um people being absolute assholes in the face of death just, yeah just people absolutely just becoming animals yeah, yeah, yeah essentially yeah. and who will do who will do anything to survive don't um, Billy Zane it man all I can say and, is don't be Billy well, Zane Titanic does this really wonderful thing where they they contrast that with the um the musicians oh and right? the band played just, on just yeah. just just playing on and um you know there's this, this civilization and, they, and it also enables them to use this music as a backdrop. But yeah, you never really They're get, using that music diegetically and are. I hate myself for using that. Really. <laughs> so you never, you never, you never, but you, you never get that in, in War of the Worlds. You never get that counterpoint to the, you never get that, that human decency. Unless I guess. It, unless it's from the military. But then the military, they're probably just fighting for yeah, the Yeah, the military well.
0: are un... Oh, un- unseasonably? I guess, well, I guess in a post-9-11 world, um, I feel like Spielberg, in, if Spielberg had made this movie in 1999, um, it would have been treated differently. And I think this is a post-9-11 yeah. world, and he's come at this, and he's really, that cat's back, um, he's really pulled out the rose-coloured lenses on this one to, to really, you know, cast them in the best possible light. Um, and I think that's unusual. It, for me, it just doesn't ring quite true. Uh, for the most part, the military are behaving like absolute scholars the entire time. Yeah. Um, whereas I feel like... A you, don't see, you don't see them a lot,
1: do you? No, you
0: don't. Um, they're a constant fixture, but um, you don't see them a lot. Mm. They're wearing their new battle dress uniform in this one as well, which mm. was interesting. Um,
1: so we should talk about the we should talk about the script. How much how much time we got? Oh, we got tons tons of time. So David Coep wrote wrote this right. So it's 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 bang on two hours. So you can you can you kind of expect your turning points at the 30, 60, and ninety mark. Um, 30, 30 minutes is when he gets he gets back to his kids at twenty eight. He spends so so you got the the kind of setup after the inciting incident. Um, he he kind of just stares in awe and you just watch him as they in this scene as the aliens coming aliens coming out of the ground and then he gets back to his, back to the kids about 28 and they get in the car and they um, get on the road um, yeah the the first half of the second act is um, them in the car um, Essentially, they go to the... Oh, they go to the house. They're the farmhouse like, with Tim Robbins. The, no, no, no. That's, that's, oh, the, that's the second the, house. They go to the house and there's the plane.
0: Yeah, 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 um,
1: yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're kind of finding out more about it. The goal is the same as it is the whole way through, which is just, just to... Well, to get to Boston. To get Boston. to Boston. Boston is somehow going to be the... Going to be the the saviour of the situation. Survive. So, they're... Um, yeah, so they, uh, they're, tra- they're travelling in the car from the first half of the second act and then um and and the scene we just mentioned where they get they get ejected from the car um and and so that's that comes in around halfway um and then um there's this there's the scene where where um robbie leaves Uh, the movie picked up for me from there
0: (laughs) as soon as robbie went i was just like yes I hope he dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the entire time I was just like, you stupid kid. I hope you die.
1: Yeah.
0: I know that's uncharitable of me, but I don't care. By this point, I just wanted to throw things at my very expensive television.
1: In a, in a way, I, I kind of I almost felt like the setting sitting Robbie's actual character aside. I almost felt like this when the movie kind of lost its way. Because it's straight after straight after Robbie leaves, he um straight after Robbie leaves, Ray and um, Ray and Rachel wind up um, in a basement with Tim Robbins. Who hasn't had that fantasy, right? And man, that uh, I think they spent a bit too long. In that basement. they were in that basement for they're so that, long, it's, but it's, 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 but about, half, it's about half an hour. Half an hour, it's but in terms of the, of the film,
0: you're not quite sure how long they're in the basement for. So it could be one night. Or it could be a week. Yeah, And yeah, I, I struggle in terms of the film to figure out how long they've actually been in that place. Yeah. It feels indeterminably long. It feels yeah. like a really long period of time. <sighs> this cat. <laughs> the on. cat's got some closed door syndrome happening. Murder this cat. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm
0: just going to leave the door. Leave, leave the door ajar. Um, but they're down there for, for a, at least a long enough really period it? of time. And the aliens don't realize they're there. The Martians don't realize they're there, and they carry on doing whatever it is they're doing, processing people yeah. into into plants. But, um, um, and they're doing, but like you're right, they spend way too much time in that basement. I think yeah.
1: There's so it's it's half it's half an hour. It's like a quarter of the film, and I think there, there's any one of four, or five, kind of six to eight minute segments that they could cut out of that. There is one segment so the the first discussion that he has with Tim Robbins um, is is baffling. Um, mm. I, 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 I see what they're trying to go for, but it, it comes out as a bit of nothing. I think they were just kind of crossing their fingers and hoping, hoping just just relying, on, relying on, on Tim it? Robbins. Brings, Tim Tim Robbins' presence something to amazing to it. Yeah, um, and then I mean the other part that I would have, would have ditched is it's a it's a real rip off of the. The Raptors in the kitchen scene. In, oh yeah, and um, Jurassic Park, in Jurassic also Park, written by David Cohen, where they're, they're trying to avoid the, um, the the kind of the eye, eye on this on this kind of tentacle, and it and it's okay. yeah it's almost identical, even to the point where they use a kind of an optical illusion. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah.
0: The eye, and because with Lex she um, it's a reflection of the rock. Yeah, goes the, re- for. the
1: reflection in the. Cabinet and then in, in of the worlds that they hold up a mirror. Yeah, it's just, I mean that. Yeah, they could have they could have cut something out something out of there. It was far too long. Um, and there is and there is and again it's a bit of a, um, a, a another throwback to an earlier Steven Spielberg thing. Is there's the scene which which hits the mark the scene where he, the the point where um, Ray actually has to deal with Tim, kill. Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins' character because he's he's losing the plot and he's making too much noise. He's going to get them all killed. <clears throat> he's going to get them all killed and it's it's kind of reminiscent of uh, Saving Private Ryan kind of this, this un- uncomfortable kind of kind of m- murder. It's all, almost intimate rather than, rather than the kind of...
0: Oh, you're talking about the the scene with the upstairs. This, yeah. Yeah, where the guy gets stabbed. Yeah. yeah. That's um fun fact i speak german and um that scene is infinitely more creepy when you understand what that guy uh, is right. telling him yeah it is it is a defining it is a defining moment in that film for me it right. makes me creep it creeps me out every time i see it
1: yeah so that's <sighs> but yeah gosh that so the i just don't get it
0: though like what was the pro, what were they thinking when they were coming out with that like oh and then It's almost like they didn't know how to get from that basement to anywhere else. So they go... They didn't know how to get them out. They didn't know how to get them out. Um, So they clearly struggled with that. And so ultimately killing Tim is a bit pointless because they both end up getting captured anyway Um, because uh, they fall asleep and the eye comes back and is observing Mm. them sleeping. He attacks the tentacle and she gets snaked out by the grabby hand thing. And then they both wind up in the baskets underneath the the tripods. And... um, and it kind of
1: goes from there Do you it's, think it's as is as it, is it meant to be is, is that Ray's first kind of positive act and that he's he's taken he's taking control, he's taking some agency, he's got a problem, he's got a problem and he's not running away, he's actually fighting he's actually, he's, he's, he's actually kind of done that a couple of it. times though, like he he fought
0: to keep them together with the car. he recognised he took he took charge in that situation. It might not have come out with him keeping the car, but he made the right choice. He got them out of the car. He kept them all together. Yeah, he got them onto the ferry. He got them onto the ferry. So he's done a couple of things like that. I just I kind of felt like that was more of a moment where you're meant to sort of go, oh, he loves her so much, he's going to kill Tim Robbins to mm. keep her in one piece. Like, I, that's fine. I'm happy with that. I don't mind that as a. Um, as a story beat, that's fine. Like, I wanted to kill Tim Robbins by the end of that film, by the end of that mm. scene as well. But um, at the same time, ah, oh, just, it's it's so pointless. Like, what's it achieved? They both get captured anyway. Um, and then he gets to do the hero moment, which, this like, um, in your thesis, this movie goes out of its way, not, to be, he does the hero thing. He snags mm. a belt with grenades, yeah. and then he then when he gets sucked up into the thing, like, all the humans combine their powers to pull him back down.
1: Yeah, um, even that's even the, it's not a it's not a kind of glorious action hero moment, is it? As no, they, not they really. Get, it's, it's, he doesn't have a he doesn't grenades, have a quippy, quippy one liner. No, the grenades they just kind of get. He doesn't toss them heroically. They just kind of get sucked off his head.
0: Yeah, he's he's got the he's clearly had one arm free and he's managed to pull the pins out with his teeth. Yeah. In the longest um, I, I swear that scene goes on for about five seconds longer than those grenade pin timers would give him credit yeah. for. But anyway. Um, and then they, they go from that to escaping that situation, they go from that to Basically, wandering with the people back into the main, into I presume Boston. Yeah. Um, and the, the Martians are, are clearly under the influence. They're driving drunk yeah. and yeah. falling all down all over the place. And that's the end of the film. Um, and really?
1: All right, but you mentioned, you mentioned this. So, yes, that's, <laughs> that's the ending. That's the ending of the book. What do you I'm want just, to do. I don't
0: like Okay, at least with the ending of the... So, are you reasonably familiar with the 58 film? No. So, the 58 film um, the 58 Film is is a product of its time, um, and it was a groundbreaking film for special effects, etc., etc., etc. All those wonderful things. Yeah. It ends in a church, yeah. um, and so everyone's... The Martians are overrunning. Um, everything the humans have done has ultimately proved futile. They've dropped the atomic bomb on yeah. them. Um, And they've just come through that with their umbrella spaceships, you know, and um, nothing they can do can stop them and um, They're just in a church and I think the two main leads have found each other again in a church and then um, the Martians start crashing and there's relief Um, I just Didn't feel like there was that moment in this film where a you felt relieved that the Martians were dead Like at no point was I like oh, these Martians are awful Um, I just, this movie frustrates the fuck out of me. So, just on the Martians dying, like, so you mean to tell me, so you've got the foresight, more importantly, you've been to Earth before. I didn't write the book. You didn't, you've been to, so just in the world of the film. In the world of the film, there's a a moment earlier, I don't know whether you should take it verbatim or not, but there's a moment in the film where they say the Martians have been, the machines in the ground have been here for thousands of years and the pilots come down. And so... Um, that's fine. So they've clearly been here before, or some advanced landing party put the machines in the ground or whatever. The point is, they've been here before. You don't think they would have figured out bacteria is bad for them?
1: Which is the, it's the same uh, it's the same plot hole as in science. Right? Yeah, you don't think why are they, water? They, why you know, are they coming to a two thirds <laughs> two thirds
0: water. water. Yeah. To be fair, imagine. they went to the Midwest, so yeah. yeah, and they did try and find you know. Um, Mel Gibson and like that man hasn't been near a glass of water in yeah. forever. He just drowns himself in scotch. <laughs> I
1: think what I you've, you don't have to, you've got to end, you've got to end it that way. That is the end. I know. Of, I know what that's like, what. I, what, I, what I think they could have done is so there's this um, um the moment as as they are traveling through boston that ray notices that the birds are flying around the tripod the martian tripod and he tells the army guys to shoot the shield is down so that's that's um yeah that's a moment of agency for him where he actually he does something useful and but he doesn't benefit from it at all he doesn't get anything out of it where you you really wanted him <clears throat> out of the out of that action and out of engaging with the army, you wanted him I wanted him to get something out of that, like reconnect with Robbie. Why couldn't Robbie have been one of the dudes um fighting in that in that you know, he could have been a, a kind of militia member hmm? kind of fighting it is Boston. Fighting <laughs> in that group and you know, Ray by kind of pointing that out, he could kind have of, could have engaged with Robbie somehow, and it could have been a, a reunion that you tied to Ray, taking the agency, taking the positive step to to identify this identify this weakness, um, and 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 to and to create a bond with Robbie, create create a bond where, where you you want to fight, and I can help you. Um, but instead, he just he tells them, they kill the thing. And then he reunites. And then Robbie's fine at the end. Why bring Robbie in? Why bring, it's, well, why not why it just gone? kill
0: Robbie? <laughs> <laughs> like, my favourite. Like, I don't mean to bring you down here or anything like that. But just kill him. Just be done with it. He did something dumb. He deserves to die.
1: <laughs> uh, different kind of movie. <laughs> Yeah, that's that. That's the opportunity I think that was missed. That was missed in the ending was to to have 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 Ray actually get something out of out of taking some responsibility and um, you know being in the moment and being aware. Um, but but he he almost does it just passively, just oh, by hey, accident. Hey, yeah. Can, by the way, the shield's By the way, down. by the yeah. way, you can kill that thing if you want. They yeah, yeah. It. Get it's, in there, and, and he's almost indifferent. Yeah, no. It just... But he doesn't get anything out of that, and then, and then <laughs> the end is just the end. And they turn up, and then they're at the house, and somehow they're at this house in, in, in Boston, in Boston, Boston, in, in a major U.S. city that hasn't been flattened. And they're in this, this beautiful two story. Do,
0: do you think that whole bit with the army guy shooting the the Martian? That like so. There's two things there. One, um, that whole bit with the arm falling out. That's yeah. that's direct reference to the fifty eight film, like okay. that happens in the fifty eight film, um, and um, obviously the the adherence to the tripod, everything like the aliens have three legs, they have three eyes, and the, yeah. uh, that's all three fingers. Like, okay, we get it, they're tripods. Moving on. Yeah. Um, but do you think? Do you think like looking at it through a lens that this was a post nine eleven movie, and there's clear there's clear associations this film would like to make to 9/11. You yeah. know, it's this this disaster. It's happened. It's an enemy force. You could practically insert terrorists yeah. in place of aliens. Well,
1: they, they actually do.
0: Yeah, they do. I think they even a call them a couple, couple of times. times. Um, um, Rachel asks, "Is it the, the terrorists?" Uh, Is a terrorist. Um, and so I, I think they clearly want to make that association. Yeah. And they're clear maybe Coe and Spielberg are trying to make that. They're trying to tell something bigger here, but I, uh-huh. I think I kind of get lost in the in the Tom ness of it all. Yeah. Um, I kind of wonder if that whole bit with them killing a tripod is just, like, cathartic post-9-11, let's mm. get Osama bin Laden mm. type thing. Shooting it with rockets. Shooting it with rockets. Like, yeah. we killed it. Yeah. Rah. We got our own back. There's parts of this movie that are fantastic, like. When they're walking along and everyone's gossiping, oh, I heard it! I heard it! Europe got it worst mm. of all. I heard, I heard this place got it worst of all. Mm. I heard they managed to kill one in Osaka. Um, you mean to tell me if the Japs, the Japs did it, we can't do yeah. it? You know, that, it's that that kind of like I like that, like yeah. and that that fits in with your survival horror um, idea because that's kind of a survival horror staple with yeah. the gossip and the breakdown of communication yeah. and it's just like.
1: People, misinformation,
0: misinformation. People just spilling into the world, and um, and it's little sound bites here and there. They're picked up. Like I like all of that. The bit in the car, that's fantastic. That's mm. a
1: great scene. Mm. Um, it's it's terrifying. Yeah, I found it. I I was squirming. I found it. I found it deeply uncomfortable. And when I thought he was going to be separated from, Rachel. there's always
0: another man with a gun. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was all really good. Um, but yeah gosh it's like Spielberg was asleep at the wheel I just don't I I
1: don't I can't I can't get on board I think I think he did what he was trying to do with it
0: maybe maybe my maybe my expectations of Spielberg are somewhere up here he says with his his hand up in the air
1: that's (laughs) what I'm saying (laughs) and this
0: film comes in about here he says with his other hand nowhere near as high
1: I genuinely think he was trying to make a different film from his usual yeah, I'm fine with that. a zero type of movie, like I, I don't think it was trying. Oh, it's you know, it's full, it's full of blockbuster tropes, but, um,
0: and it was a blockbuster. Yeah, it made a lot of money, and this is from the man who invented the blockbuster film. Yeah. so, yeah. and he's, I, I mean, not everything he has to do, not everything he does has to be a blockbuster. Like, some of his least blockbustery films are some of my favorites. Like Always, Always was not a hit. I love the movie Always i never, never heard of that. There you go. Spielberg. Fantastic. Richard yeah. Dreyfuss. Um, right. Holly Hunter. Uh, John Goodman. Yeah. Um, Audrey Hepburn. Uh, it's a great movie. Audrey Hepburn? Catherine Hepburn. Audrey. Audrey. Um, uh, fantastic. Her last film, if I recall. Um, yeah. yeah, fantastic movie. Love it to bits. Um, remake of a, man, of a film called A Man Named Joe. Uh-huh. Um, great movie. Um, Schindler's List. Not a blockbuster movie. Spielberg, mm, yep. fantastic movie. Right, um so good. He's really good at it. Arguably, even Saving Private Ryan, um, probably the most blockbustery, mm. not blockbuster movie you could make. Mm. Um, I'm fine with him. Do- Armistad. Well, he does a lot of those. Yeah. But this movie, for me, I felt. I agree. Maybe maybe it was he was trying to do something different. Maybe he got lost along the way. Maybe they just got a little caught up in the whole post 9-11 thing where they were like, well, we're doing a movie where cities get destroyed, Mm. where there's an attack on New York, but they never show, I don't actually think they ever show the New York skyline. So there's no Mm. No. skylines, which is unusual. If you're going to set a movie in New York, normally the first thing you do is you have a shot of the skyline. You Mm. have an establishing shot of the Statue of Liberty. Um, We're in New York. Mm. um, And they don't do that in this film. Are you sure it's New York? I thought it was New York because he's got the New York Yankees cap, and he's oh, clearly. Oh, he does have the Yankees cap. That's right. It feels. I think it's New York. I don't think it was filmed
1: in New York, yeah. but I think it's meant to be New it's, York. Because there's, there's an opening shot that's over the over the dock, I, I couldn't readily identify identify that it was New York from there. But right. I'm not. I'm not totally familiar with New York. You're right. Without going to the trouble of sticking the Statue of Liberty. And, but maybe that was
0: a, I think that might have been an intentional thing. Like, I don't think, I think it was still too close to 9-11 mm. to have a film where you have insert um, analogy or um, insert terrorist machine here yeah. um, destroying the skyline. Yeah. I think it was probably a bit close and I think they were probably a bit worried about how that would look coming yeah. out of it. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, maybe that's why they didn't do it. Because they don't show any skylines, like it's hard to establish where things are. I don't know. That's yeah. just
1: me. So what do you reckon? Shall we? Should we wrap this up? You you sound like you're you're not convinced at all. No, this um,
0: I I get frustrated with this film, and talking about it now makes me frustrated. Um, I don't even know where I would go to start fixing this up. Make it smaller, maybe. Um, have less of the aliens in it. Um, less of the,
1: I agree with that Less, yeah, of, less, less of, of the them. aliens that are more of the Jaws of Yeah the gun, um, Where they're, they're scary in their absence They're scary in their um, mystery
0: I'm just trying to think of I think it's called Monsters Where they, um, have you seen it? It's, a, it's kind of an indie film Where they don't really explain it But there's, there's a, a section of America That's been infested with monsters And uh, this guy has to go from one end of it to the other and they go out of their way to show you no monsters. And you only get the slightest glimpses of it. Mm. Um, and I, the, the director of that movie went on to do the Godzilla film, mm. um, the most recent one. Um, and the thing that I found funny about that was he's known for a movie about monsters where he doesn't show the monster. Yeah. And now he's had a movie about Godzilla. And he, he teases you. Yeah. There's all these... Money shots with Godzilla that he closes the door on, and yeah. it's like that's funny. Um, because you want to see Godzilla rip some shit up, and he just keeps cutting away. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that movie, someone like that, maybe, maybe, maybe not Spielberg, maybe somebody else. Maybe not Tom Cruise. Maybe a Tom Hanks. Yeah, I think definitely not Tom Cruise. I think if you're going to go,
1: if you're going to go with an everyman, you can't cast an action star. Just yeah, why you not? Well have, you might as well have Bruce Willis or Schwarzenegger. Exactly. Or oh, or
0: Schwarzenegger, or Stallone. Better still, yeah. at least he can act. Um, but why not a, like a Paul Giamatti or or someone? If you're going to if you're going to go for, for with both hands for that everyman character. Why not cast an everyman? Yeah. Not
1: Tom Cruise. Yeah. The guy is carved from wood and descended from heaven.
0: Yeah. Or whatever L. Ron Hubbard's version of heaven is. And this,
1: yeah, and this is... So Minority Report. Also, um, Mission Impossible was around this time. Still, right? yeah. Absolutely. Action hero. Yeah, right? oh yeah. Tom Cruise. Numero, He's been an action... Numero, uno, numero uno. uno. at this time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... I feel like there's... I feel it, There's a good movie here. Yeah. It is a... It is in part, a good movie. But I think the sum of its whole is a poor film. And I think there's just little things that that just got in the way of making a good flick. I
1: I really think it's Virgin Greatness.
0: Oh, (laughs) Mike! Oh, et (laughs) tu, Brute! Oh, no! Yeah. yeah, I I found it emotionally... I'll grant you that looking that. at it with the 9-11 lens, I took a little more out of this than I did when I saw it the first time and just wanted to throw the popcorn at the screen. Yeah. Um, I'll grant you that there's elements of this film that are fantastic, Yeah. just really good. I just keep getting hung up on small things that they could have been avoided by just not bringing it up yeah. or showing me that aliens come down on lightning bolts to yeah. machines that have been here for thousands yeah. of years. Yeah. How convenient that your... First monster comes out of the ground where they pointedly tell you there's no subway down there. Great. <laughs> that was convenient. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that line didn't need to <laughs> Or just like I like that they had that news reporter lady who gave a little exposition, exposition lady, yeah. um, at plane crash site. Like, cool, okay, great. Exposition. So this is happening everywhere.
1: Yeah, fantastic. They they, uh, they they earned mm. that exposition from the incredible set that they built around that crashed.
0: Plane. Oh, apparently they used a real plane. Oh man! Yeah, awesome. like, go for it. But um, yeah, just
1: uh, just this movie frustrates me. All right. Craig's run out of useful things to say. <laughs> I'm just angry now. He's just he's just squirming and kind of grunting now. So maybe we should wrap this up. If you're listening to this, if you've got a uh, if you've got a movie that you think you think is verging on greatness, uh hit us up on Twitter. And you're interested. You're interested to know what could have been what could have been done to make it to make it a great movie. Hit, hit us up on Twitter. We will. Uh, We'll have a, a we'll Twitter. We'll have It'll see. be in
0: the, in the thing below. Yeah,
1: you'll be able to find
0: it. There'll Just... be links. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap it up. All right. Well, I'm Craig. I'm Mike. We're out of here. Catch you next time.